This is the Kitzer of Sichibes of Parshas Va'eda in Chelek Tezayim, page 58. The Rabbi begins with the Pasik, Hu Aaron and Moshe, Sha'am Hashem Lam, Etzius Bnei Yisrael. It puts Aaron before Moshe here. And Rashi says, Yesh Mekoymish and Maktam Aaron and Moshe, Yesh Mekoymish and Maktam Moshe and Aaron, Loi Melochosh Ashkulim Ke'echad. The fact that sometimes it says Aaron before Moshe and sometimes the opposite, it's to tell you that they are one, that they are Shkulim as one. In Medrash, though, it says, "Bechol Mokayim Hikdem Moshele Aaron." Mokim Echad Hu Aaron Moshe Malamech Eshkulin Zekeze. So, in the Medrash, it says that it's only in one place that's here where it puts Aaron before Moshe. So, what's the difference here between Rashi and the Medrash? So, simply, Rashi says that there has to be more than one place where Aaron is before Moshe, because if it was just one place, Rashi would never say that that's enough to teach us that Aaron and Moshe are the same. We would say that there must be some explanation why in that place, similar to the way it is, by Kibbutz Aim, where it puts the father before the mother, and then by Moira Aim, it actually puts the mother before the father. And the reason is it's making a point there, that the child naturally doesn't have the fear from the mother, and therefore it says that he should. So it's just a lesson for that place, but not that they're considered to be equal. Like it actually says in the Medrash regarding Moira Ava Aim. So over here as well, the only reason we say that Aaron and Moshe are equal is because Yesh Mekaimis, there's more than one place where it puts Aaron before Moshe. So if you look in the Psukim, the other places besides here where it puts Aaron before Moshe, you have it earlier here where it says, and she gave birth to Aaron and Moshe. Then you have in Bamidba where it says, Ve'elu Teilus Aaron and Moshe. And in Parshas Pinchas where it says, Ve'elu La Amram Es Aaron Ves Moshe. So seemingly in those places where it talks about the birth of Aaron and Moshe, there's nothing unusual about the fact that Aaron is before Moshe. Aaron is simply older and he was born before Moshe. Whereas maybe we can say in Parshas Bamidbar where it says, Ve'elu Teilus Aaron and Moshe. So over there, the fact that it says Aaron before Moshe is something unusual. Because it actually does not mention any of the children of Moshe there. And the only reason it says Moshe Rabbeinu's name is to teach us that that it's as if Moshe Rabbeinu gave birth to the children of Aaron because he taught them Teireh. If so, if that's the whole point that the Tepasik is trying to make there, so then it should say Moshe before Aaron. He's the main point of why the Pasuk is mentioning the Teldis here. So maybe that's the other place where that, which Rashi is referring to. And it says Aaron before Moshe. But in Rashi it seems that he's referring to something that we already learned before. When it says before that the, um, Aaron and Moshe, Yecheved gave birth to Aaron and Moshe. But how could that be though? That's regarding their birth. There's nothing unusual about that. If you look into the full Rashi here, you'll see there's two parts to Rashi. In the beginning, Rashi explains a simple chart of who Moshe and Aaron. And Rashi says that this refers to And then Rashi continues to say that So the question here is, what is the connection of these two things, these two parts of Rashi? They don't seem to be connected at all. Why is Rashi putting it together? Okay, And Rashi doesn't point out the fact that the next Pasig, it says, who Moshe va'aren. And there it actually does put Moshe and Aaron. Why does Rashi just say, Yesh is right here in this Pasuk Chavav, and the next Pasuk Chavzayin, you see that difference. And Rashi doesn't point that out at all. And also, Rashi here says that this is Aaron and Moshe, Sheyolda Yecheved La'amrim. What is this emphasis, Sheyolda Yecheved La'amrim? We know all of that already. There's nothing new by Rashi saying this. Rashi also uses a different term that the Medrash says. The Medrash says, Shkulin Zekezeh. Rashi says, Shkulin Ke'echod. Not the same thing. And also, the big question here is, in the very subject itself, 
What does this mean that Moshe and Aaron are equal? You learn the Psukim, you see clearly that Moshe Rabbeinu had a much greater role in the leadership of taking Yidin out of Mitzrayim. Even from the time of his birth, the whole house, which did not occur by Aaron. So what does this mean that they're equal? Then you have the Rashi in the next Pasik where it says, So there Rashi says, They were commanded and they fulfilled this. What's the Chiddush here? Of course they fulfilled this. What is Rashi saying? And then Rashi says, at the end of that Pasik, They are the ones in their Shlichus and their Tzitkus from the beginning until the end. What is the Pasik letting us know this over here right now? Why do we have to know that they're going to fulfill their Shlichus until the end? And what are the two expressions here of shlichus and tzitkis? Shlichus is this particular shlichus. Tzitkis is the general tzitkis that they had, that they would accept upon themselves any shlichus, because they're such big tzaddikim. Why is Rashi using the two expressions of shlichus and tzitkis? And Rashi starts with the word heim. It says here in the Pasuk, who, but Rashi starts with the word heim. Why does Rashi do that? So the point over here is, we have here two psukim, chavav and chavzayin, that seem to be completely extra. It started off saying before the story, and then it made an interruption of saying the yichus of who Moshe and Aaron are. And then it comes back and it says again, repeating that very same dibra before. That's what Rashi says. But these two psukim, Chavav and Chavzayin, where it goes over again, who Aaron and Moshe, Hashem, Hashem, Lahem, and then Heim and Malparai, these two psukim seem to be completely extra. What is it saying here? So what Rashi is telling you is, who Aaron and Moshe, these are the ones that were born to Yechever and Amram. The Pasuk is coming to tell you why were they chosen, why did they merit to be the ones to take the Yidin out of Mitzrayim. And the reason is because look who their parents were. Yechever, when there was the Gzaira of Imbenu Vamitin what did Yechever do? She didn't follow what Pari said. On the contrary, she went and she provided whatever needed for the babies, babies born. Amram himself went and took his wife again to give birth to children after the Gzaira of Parai. So these are the people that brought to the Eden, the Kayach, to survive and thrive in Mitzrayim. So therefore it's their children, Aaron and Moshe, that are going to be Zaycha to take Yidin out of Mitzrayim. That's why the Torah is letting us know their Yichasa so we understand what their Schus is. Now if that's the case, the only reason it says the Yichas here is for this reason, so then it should say Moshe before Aaron, because Moshe had a much bigger role in the leadership of taking Yidin out of Mitzrayim, and his chus was much greater. And not only that, the Yecheved and Amram that had Mesiris Nefesh for what they did, Vatachayana Sayyeladim, and Amram got remarried again, was all after the birth of Aaron already but before the birth of Moshe. So this is a schus that's greater from Moshe's birth. So why doesn't it say Moshe here before Aaron if he has a much greater schus in this sense? And even before, when it speaks about the birth of Aaron and Moshe, that Yecheved gave birth to Aaron and Moshe, even though you might think, well, it's the birth, so Aaron was born before Moshe, but it's not writing it here to tell us who's born first and who's second. It's letting you know the yichus here, that who their parents were. So if so, it should have said even there earlier that Moshe was born before Aaron. And that's the Yesh Mekaymas that Rashi is referring to. So as soon as Rashi says that the Pasuk here is coming to let us know the Yichus, so Rashi has to address, so why does it say Aaron before Moshe? And therefore Rashi answers because the Pasuk here is coming to make another point that Shkulen Kechot, that it puts Aaron before Moshe to say Shkulen Kechot. And Rashi does not say Shkulen Zekezeh that they're equal because they're not. We see that they're different in the particulars of their Shlichus. But Shkulen Kechot means that they have this one Shlichus of taking Yidin Aram Mitzrayim and they both play a critical role to make it happen. Without both participation, this one shlichus cannot take place. So in that sense, the shkul in ke'echot. That's in this pasuk here, telling us the schus that they have to take Yidin Aram Mitzrayim. 
In the next Pasuk, it speaks about the fact that they could come and speak to Pare, to come and confront Pare. What is the power? Where do they take this power to come and confront the Pare? So that also, who's the Haim? Because of their Yichas, because they come from Yechever and Amram, that also were ready to confront Pare and stand up to all hardships and challenges to do what they have to. When, I, when, when uh, Yecheved was summoned by Pare, she asked him, why did you allow the children to live? And she, the Pasuk there says, she had a fear of Hashem and she did what she had to even though it demanded Mesiris Nefesh and to go against Pare. And similar by Amram, he went and got remarried and gave birth to, to Moshe even though this was, a, this was Mesiris Nefesh for him. So that is what gives the Kayach for Moshe and Aaron to go and confront Pare as well and to speak to Pare and so on to take Eden Aram Mitzrayim. And that's what it means over here, that they are the ones that had the ability to accept the command of Hashem. Haim, they, they were commanded and then they fulfilled what they were commanded in Tzavu and Kaimu, and they took that Koyach from the Yichus that they got from Yecheved and Amram. And similar also, Rashi continues afterwards and explains what it says, Hu What is the Pasuk here saying when it adds again, Hu Meishavarim? So here it's talking about the specific Shlichus that Moshe and Aaron had individually. In the previous Pasuk, when it says, who Aaron and Moshe, and it puts Aaron before Moshe, it can't be speaking about their individual shlichus. Because if you would be talking about their individual shlichus, Moshe had a much greater role to play than Aaron. He should have come before Aaron. Here, when it puts Moshe before Aaron, it is talking about the specific level of what each one had in fulfilling this shlichus. And therefore, Moshe was much greater. He comes before. So when Rashi explains this, Rashi starts off Haim. In other words, there are two here. They're different. And Ashi is interpreting the Pasik that when it says who Moshe Aaron, it's as if it says who, uh, who Moshe and who Aaron. They're each one different. And they have, each one has their own particular tzitkus. And therefore that brings a particular shlichus according to their level of tzitkus. It's two different shlichus. And we come to the Yenish Altair and the Rashi. So there's the union of Yichud, Havaya, and Elikim. And the union of the, the achtus that there is between Moshe and Aaron is also similar to the yichud of Avayin and Elikim. But there are two levels in the yichud of Avayin and Elikim. There's the yichud of Avayin and Elikim in the Pasuk of Atar Reisa, where there's a revelation from above, as the Alter Rebbe says, do Atzmus and Mohos, the Ebesher revealed himself. There, there's a yichud that comes from above, where there is nothing, there is no details, there's no higher, lower, there's no Shomayim, there's no Oretz. It's the essence of the Ebesher. That's one level of yichud of Avayin and Elikim. Then you have a yichud of Ayelakim that comes from below. That you could reveal in the mitzvahs of the world that what's Shemayim and what's Oretz, it's, it's one with the Ebishter. And therefore, Avayin Alekim and all the Shemas are all one with the Ebishter. That's a yichud from below. That's actually a much greater yichud. This is a yichud that comes from a level of Kalyachal Venaisa Hafchim. Even in the mitzvahs of the world, there itself you could reveal the Tachlas yichud that there is from Atzmas. So therefore, that's the difference of there between the Hu Aaron Amosha and the first Pasik and Hu Moshe in the next Pasik. When it says who are in the first Pasik, it's talking about the fact that they both are shkul and keachal, that they both, from the Abish's perspective, are doing their shlichus to fulfill what Hashem wants to take Yidna Aram Mitzrayim. And they're not different. Over here, there's no Eschalkus and Pirid in the first place. It's from above, Mitzvah Hashem, that they're all one. Then you come to the second Pasuk that adds a much greater level of Yichud here. That each one of them has their particular shlichus. Each one is doing their particular thing. And they both are contributing in a way that they're bringing the Yidin Aram Mitzrayim. This is the Yichud of Avayel Kim that comes from below. 
That's a much higher level of a yichud. And dafka over here, this brings about the true hamshacha of Eirin Saif, which goes mitchila va'at Saif, because when you have this level of yichud that comes even from below, then there's really no shinui whatsoever, because even mitzad the mitzis of the world, it's leishanisi. And this will be revealed when Mashiach comes, and Moshe and Aaron will come with us, v'bias Mashiach tzitkenu.